Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Delora, Jeffries, Delbine, Jeffries, Deluzio, Jeffries, Desaigne, Jeffries. Doesn't matter. Jeffries isn't going to be the Speaker Desjardins. of the House, although there is a push by some McCarthy. or a desire by some maybe to go with yes, a plurality. Rizzito. Whoever gets the most votes wins. McCarthy. Screw the 218. No one's getting a 218. We just got to get this done. That is not an answer. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Hammer and Nigel. Hello. Yo. From 93.1 FM WIBC. Turn your microphone on, Nigel. His microphone is on. It's your headphones. Is his microphone on? Well, let's figure it out. He's been here for all five minutes, and already everything's broken. <laughs> as as can as can be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, what do I know? What's going on? I'll ask Hammer what's going on. There is a way for Jeffries to get like you know five or six Republicans, right? He could get five or six Republicans, but he, he he's he's not. Yeah, your microphone is having an issue. That's kind of weird. I'll ask you, Jason Hammer. I'll ask you, Jason Hammer. What kind of show are you running in Honestly, here, Tony? Honestly, I never, that's why I don't have any people. When we come in here on Monday, that's Guy Relford's microphone. Everything yeah. works fine. And now it's a couple days later, hell's breaking loose. What do I know? I'm not in charge of the I blame of Hakeem thing. Jeffries. That's who I, I blame. I, I have no problem with you blaming Hakeem Jeffries whatsoever. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is surrealism. As we watch it, it is it is a a, a clown show for sure. But the, the is people, it though? So it's a clown show for sure because Kevin McCarthy has no path and he's still in this thing. Is it embarrassing? No, I don't mind this being what it takes. I don't mind that they go through this publicly. I don't mind that there are these debates uh, publicly. And I don't care what the political left has to say about the political right because they would say it no matter what. So it's not anything new. Do you think that uh, your, your people, your world, your group, you think they're embarrassed by this? No. I don't. I think this is how things are supposed to work. It's not always supposed to be, well, in back alley deals and conversations back behind the scenes. We've got everything lined up. You know, that's what we've come to expect. Does that make it right? No. So you've got a handful of Republicans here, and maybe they're in the super minority. I don't know. But they say, I don't like Kevin McCarthy. I think this dude is shady. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. And we finally had the chance to do something here. We actually won something. We finally won the House. And we're going to keep going back to the same clowns that keep taking us down the path of negativity and downward spirals? No, this cannot stand. And we'll keep voting no as long as it takes. What are you voting no to? You're, you're them. You are channeling your inner Matt Gates, Jason Hammer. That's what you're doing. Okay. You are you are Matt Gates. You've got a very very tall forehead, or whatever <laughs> they call him. What do they call him? Rapey McForehead is what trends on Twitter. Are you kidding? That's just creepy stuff, dude. You know what? Twitter's terrible. Forgive me. I should never have brought it up. But you're Matt Gates, or you're a Matt Gates acolyte or supporter. What what do you want? Is the answer Byron Donalds, who now has eight votes again in this fifth round? He got nominated for the fourth ballot. He's now on the fifth ballot. Is it anybody but McCarthy? If 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 the McCarthy, if you put up Elise Stefanik, would that be better? I think that works. I think a group that I dub 
the McLosers, the leaders of the party, Ronna McDaniel, Mitch McConnell, and Kevin McCarthy, all have not done a very good job last couple of years. Look at the midterm elections. All right, yes, the Republicans, by the skin of their teeth, took the House. Should it have been that close? What was Kevin McCarthy doing behind the scenes? Was he helping the party? Because it sure as hell doesn't look like that he did. And we've heard this a million times, that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, if you're the Republicans, why would you keep going back to the McLosers and hoping all of a sudden they're going to wake up one day, hot damn, things are different now. Now the party's going in the right direction. I think they just want to change of leadership in the house anyway talking to jason hammer and nigel uh we just call him nigel last name is just too it's just too difficult nigel try yeah do you actually want to no i think we've got your microphone is it back up there right it now? is there is we better? go i think is we're that better now. yeah now you're so nigel, now you're just better. like madonna you like madonna sharing <laughs> right sure, nigel Exactly. Let me, it. Give me, let me just give you a little perspective from our listeners, because we got smart listeners, believe it or not, that, that write us and give us input sometimes. This is from Kenny, guy that writes this a lot. Kenny goes, look, I've seen other conservative outlets criticize the speaker debacle and Dems have referred to the process as chaos. Let's not forget that this is almost normal for many industrialized nations. Most recently, Israel has gone through the process of coalition building in order to establish a majority. Having studied Japanese politics in college, I know this is a common in their three-party system. So, but so so the problem with that is it was that from Kenny? That was from Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's a schmuck. Listen, Kenny. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> oh no, that's our listener, man. So he took time out of his. So we got first, Sean Copeland over here bashing our listeners. First, Easy there, Skippy. First. The last thing in the world you want is to be like Israel. The Knesset is a dumpster fire. But the difference is they're a dumpster fire every single day. This is just one vote. So the the what's interesting is this idea of coalition building. That's what McCarthy tried to do with, for example, the Freedom Caucus and changing some of the rules, allowing the vote of no confidence. Five Republicans could say, we have no confidence in you, and all of a sudden you're voting again for somebody else to be in charge, which would come, I assume, Assume from Bobert and Gates every single day. Uh, that that would uh, come. I agree with you. This isn't chaotic. I think it was one of the news agencies referred to this as a crisis in Congress. This <laughs> this is not a nobody has taken that off has their, good alliteration and a headline, and that that's all sure it's does. designed to be. They still are wearing their pants. There's no crisis <laughs> whatsoever, and that's and that's the madness. The question has been. Does this affect Republicans' ability to engage in leading on topics and leading on subjects? I don't personally see it. I do see how this would affect Kevin McCarthy's ability to lead, even if he should win. I'm with you, and it all goes back to what have you done for me lately? So let me put this in a Colts perspective here. Oh, do you believe hell. that Chris Ballard and Jeff Saturday should be brought back for another year? Because in many ways, this is the same argument for Kevin McCarthy. Listen, you have underachieved for a couple of years. You've had some resources. You've had some laughs. But at the end of the day, you've underachieved. Why should we give you another turn? I don't know if the next guy we're going to bring in is going to be any better, but we can't keep going back to this 
I uh, for, first, uh, there's no way Chris Ballard's coming back. We can just put an end to that right He's now. He's a survivor, man. You, he finds a way to survive. You think Chris Ballard's going to come back as GM of this team? Do I want him to? And no. do I think he do will? Or two different he, situations. Do you think he will? I think he finds a way to survive this. You're all, you're out of your head. You want to put cash money on that? I'm not even a oh. betting man. Well, you've already stolen my bourbon, so how about you just replace <laughs> it, and then we'll have that on there the bet. There wasn't that his. much left, and it had this a little bit of... It was yeah. my oh, office. Was your office? Yeah. <laughs> See, now Nigel's upset because somebody else stole the bourbon. <laughs> That's usually me. There You're wasn't into my in, in my defense, there, there there wasn't much left, and there was a little bit of backwash. So, so <laughs> I, I don't Still think good. I have to pay. Uh, Chris Ballard's not coming back. Chris, I'm willing to put money on that. Can you find me what the Vegas line is on Chris Ballard returning as gen- general manager? I'll work on that. Uh, of, of of the Colts talking to Hammer. And I, I hope you're right. For uh, being a Colts fan, I hope you're right. But that's the type of dude that finds a way to survive things. By the way, Victoria Sparts, as you have br- brought up before we got on, uh, she, the congresswoman from the Indiana 5th District, voted present. Did not vote for McCarthy and did not vote for Byron Donalds, who uh, has been put up now as possible speaker. Voted present. Here's what she put out in a statement. We have a constitutional duty to elect the Speaker of the House, but we have to deliberate further as a Republican conference until we have enough votes and stop wasting everyone's time. None of the Republican candidates have this number yet. That's why I voted present after all votes were cast. Okay, so I do, that's not even a thing. No, let's break down what this really wow. means. Number one, she voted present because if she does it, she fully knows that no other Republican's going to do it because you can't run the risk of electing Hakeem Jeffries. She got the attention she wanted right there. Number two, it also says she's open for business. Give me somebody worth voting here. I don't like any of these names that I'm hearing. I certainly don't like McCarthy. I'm not all in on the Donald's guy. So give me somebody worth voting for. I'm open for business. But now let's turn it around. But That means she voted for McCarthy three times yesterday and all of a sudden she's like, hey, where's my D? Man, that if if you're correct, Nigel, that's hey. a wee bit of self-serving right there. That don't look too pretty. Speaking of self-serving, did the uh, the Donald Trump statement uh, have any uh, meaning? Uh, Freaking earlier? zero. Ooh. The full-throated <laughs> endorsement from Donald hey. Trump for Kevin McCarthy, and Representative Matt Gates responds with sad. And now Gates is a super fan. Oh, of Trump. and then he says it doesn't change my opinion on McCarthy or Trump or the process. He's try he is trying every way to have it every way possible. We call that pulling a Fauci around here. <laughs> when you I, take every side of every single angle, that's pulling a Fauci. I am am only stunned by it because here is Trump. He puts this out, full throat endorsement of McCarthy, and McCarthy gets one less vote than he got the day before. So now, here's a question. Donald Trump's still the leader of the Republican Party? I don't think that he is. I don't think that he is. I think that window has closed. And listen, I'm not trying to come off as some anti-Trump guy. I voted for the cat twice. I love the policies that I got. I got everything I wanted from a policy standpoint from a Donald Trump presidency. But I think the window is closed. It's the party of Ron DeSantis right now. Whether he wants to admit it or not, whether he officially wants to declare or not, I think it'll be a long while before he does. He has no reason to do it early. It's his party right now. I think you got a lot of people, like my dad and his wife, for example, that are thinking to themselves, well, we voted for Donald Trump twice. 
if he runs again and that's the only choice, then yeah, we'll vote for him, but we really don't want him to run. If 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 you get millions and millions of people like that with those kinds of attitudes, that's not a good thing. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think a lot of people feel, Nigel, as you're describing it, I think that it won't get talked about too much publicly, but privately it will be noted yes. that Trump put himself out there Trump did not have to put himself out there, so that does say something about him. He put himself out there, and McCarthy lost a vote. I do think tells a story. I think that tells a story regardless of whether or not people are like, man, if if there was just another option, I would go that way. But if it's Trump, all right, I'll do it because I certainly can't handle uh, what the left is bringing me. Is that a bigger story than the midterms, though? Because Donald Trump hitched his wagon to some high-profile Senate candidates. And although J.D. Vance did win... It wasn't the same as some of the other Republicans in that state. And some of these other folks that he hitched his wagon to were total zeros. Oz. Uh, Dr. Oz, beaten in Pennsylvania. Herschel Walker, beaten in Georgia. Blake Masters, beaten in Arizona. Uh, you, you, Carrie Lake, beaten in Arizona. You've got uh, the the Senate candidate, oh, Adam Laxalt in in, in Nevada, who who, who right. lost to Cortez Masto. Uh, so the answer to the question, Hammer, talking to Hammer and Nigel from 93.1 FM WIBC, the answer is this is different. This is different because you can do two things about the midterms. A, you can do what Trump did and say, it's because Republicans mismanaged the abortion conversation. That is, I think it was the guys from National Review who referred to it as a mountain of lies on top of kernel of truth, right? <laughs> I, I think that's a, a smart way to put it. This has nothing to do with months and months of media cloud cover. Months of screaming, if you vote for Republicans, democracy is over. This is out of the blue, clear and fresh. Trump makes a statement and it doesn't work out. And that's therefore, I think, a stronger case regarding whether or not Trump still has the juice he had. Not that he doesn't have juice, that he doesn't have the juice he had in the, the 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 party, but I refuse to listen to anybody who tells me that this is the worst thing that ever happened to the Republican Party, and it's all downhill, and it's total incompetence, it's chaos, it's crisis. That is just nonsense on nonsense. And I'm with you, and I want to clarify. I think again, the policies of Donald Trump can still be very popular today. He's not the right messenger for it, though. I think his window of being the messenger for Trumpism or whatever you want to call it has closed. His opportunity many, is closed. By the way, I wonder how many people have, that refused to vote for Kevin McCarthy voted for Paul Ryan. <laughs> back a couple of years good, ago. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I have to go back and look that up. I was never a Paul Ryan hater. I know. Never a I, Paul Ryan hater? Never. 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 I understood. I loved him on The Munsters when he was Eddie. God, he was <laughs> wow. a great child actor. Hot damn. Wow. You spend two years doing P45X and that guy goes full <laughs> bore and you're all sorts of, uh, of jealous. Uh, we got a, a guesstimate on how many votes we're going here? Uh, over, under. I'm going to set the over, under at eight and a half. I was going to say ten. Ooh. What's the record? I had already I mean, called. The, the record is 113. <laughs> the record is 113 no ballots. Kidding. Over 100 years ago? I, over 100 years ago. There has not been, no one's gone to a second ballot since uh, before the Civil War. That's crazy. Uh, and and I uh, am at 20. Okay. 20 is my, and by the way, eight and a half. That's the line. <laughs> the pressure's going to get to some of these folks. The pressure's going to get to some of these folks that aren't used to having it. See, and they're going to start wavering and making deals. The pressure was on day one. There's no pressure now. 
Now the pressure's on oh, McCarthy. Oh, the media pressure's going to get so much heavier on after whom? every vote. On every whom? single one of these folks. Uh, which folks? You've Gates? already got Victoria Sparks playing Let's Make a Deal well, after wait, the wait, first Victoria day. Victoria Sparks is Victoria Sparks, but Gates doesn't care what MSNBC calls him. No, he doesn't, but some of the folks that make these votes do. I'm telling you, some of these folks aren't used to this kind of heat. I'm telling you, it's McCarthy who will fold first. Oh, now that's interesting. McCarthy. McCarthy has to know it's over. It's over, Johnny. But he's Mr. Tough Guy, right? There's no way he steps down at this point. Like, he's drawn that line in the sand, hasn't he? He can draw all the lines in the sand that he wants. Eventually, the wind does blow and the tides come in and the line disappears. You brought sandwiches in here. God bless you. Man. I am. Thank you for the whiskey, by Sandwiches. Yes. It's your bourbon. So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you, Hammer, for the bourbon. I'm, I appreciate I'm happy it. To, to give it to you. It's Hammer and Nigel, 3 to 6 p.m. 3 to 7 p.m., sorry, on WIBC, WIBC, WIBC.com. This is Tony Couch today. You know what it look like, everything lit, all the girls in free. Everybody inside, sipping on a good time, you ain't got a risk, they can put it on. So which TV was reporting that the race for governor in Indiana is going to cost some money? But what they were really reporting was that Mike Braun already has $3 million in the war chest. One and a half mil he took from his Senate campaign is putting into the gubernatorial. And another million and a half he's raised since he's announced. He's raised a million and a half dollars since he's announced? Like people said, Mike Braun, I must write him a check right now. And they they wrote him a check. A guy who has got the money, who could self-fund the whole campaign. They wrote him a million and a half dollars in the matter of in a, in a matter of weeks. I don't know about that. I have questions. I have many, many questions about that, about how that's possible. But let's say that's what happened. The story should not, therefore, be that this governor's race is going to get expensive. Rather, the story is here is an article on Wish TV put out by, I think, the Associated Press that is a warning to anybody else getting into this race that Mike Braun plans to buy this thing. That's that's what it says to me. You're two years out, you're a month in, and you've already got three million in the bank. By the way, the Crouch campaign, Suzanne Crouch, Lieutenant Governor, two and a half million in the bank. Doden campaign back in June, Eric Doden, who's also running as a Republican, two point four million. Someone's gonna get paid. That much I know for sure. I'm Tony Katz. I swear to you, we're not on a loop. It's just the votes continue. They are on the fifth vote for Speaker of the House, and Kevin McCarthy has failed again. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. And before the show began, before even the fourth vote happened, I spoke with Congressman Jim Banks, the Indiana 3rd District, uh, chairman of the Republican Study Committee, and I asked him a very, very simple uh, question, 
which is uh, uh, yesterday. Um, what the hell happened? Well, Tony, we knew it was coming. We knew that there would uh, be a scenario where this would go to multiple ballots because Kevin McCarthy, while he's the choice of the majority of the conference, does not yet have 218 votes. So we went to the floor on the first ballot. Um, there, there were nomination speeches for McCarthy and Andy Biggs. I think he got like 10 votes. A few others got votes. Uh, yes, I got I got one vote. It didn't come from my mom. Um, but they, those were protest votes. So then when we got to the second ballot, those votes coalesced behind Jim Jordan. But Jim Jordan nominated Kevin McCarthy and made it very clear that he has no interest and will not serve as Speaker of the House if he's even elected to do so. He's going to be the chairman of the powerful Judiciary Committee, where much of our work on oversight investigations and accountability will occur. So then a, then a motion to adjourn happened after the third vote, and we're going to go back into session here in less than a half an hour and see if, if Kevin McCarthy has made any movement overnight to get closer to 218. From what I hear, that won't be the case. It sounds like the, the 19 holdouts will continue to hold out, and we're going to uh, replay yesterday on repeat today. We'll see where we end up at the end of the day. At the end of the day, though, this is delaying our progress to go to work and secure the border, focus on cutting wasteful spending and uh, fixing the issues of our country. So I hope we can I hope we can resolve this soon and then and roll up our sleeves and get to work and make up for lost time. So President Trump, former President Trump, comes out, makes a statement supporting Kevin McCarthy. Uh, for speaker, saying, and I'm quoting here, some really good conversations took place last night, and it's now time for all our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin, close the deal, take the victory. Republicans do not turn a great triumph into a giant and embarrassing uh, defeat. He even says that uh, McCarthy would be a good and perhaps even a great uh, speaker. To that, Congressman Matt Gates, one of your colleagues, responds by saying, and I'm quoting, Sad, which is the exact kind of line that Donald Trump would use in a tweet if he was still on on Twitter. So even former President Trump is behind Kevin McCarthy, but Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, these are holdouts. Are these holdouts, in your view, for attention, or is there a real argument they're making about Kevin McCarthy not being the guy to lead this party and lead the country through? Well, it's a good question, Tony. But first, first and foremost, this whole process has led to healthy outcomes with better rules that empowers all members and takes power away from those who sit in leadership, which has been one of my biggest frustrations over the last six years. Like the 72-hour rule, uh, Pelosi was notorious for putting bills on the floor to vote for that might drop at 3 o'clock in the morning and we have to vote on it at 9 a.m. and no one has a chance to read it. So that's not going to happen because of rules changes that uh, my, my colleagues, uh, that many of us have fought for, and we successfully got those rules changes addressed. So we, this has been a healthy process, but the longer it drags out, it eventually becomes unhealthy and unproductive. And it's not the type of leadership that the American people elected us to provide when they gave us, gave us the majority. So if Kevin McCarthy can't get to 218 votes today or tomorrow or here in the near future, I don't know where this goes. I mean, these, these the 19 of them are, are pretty dug in, some for personal reasons, some for uh, uh, some for ideological reasons. I, I can't speak to uh, their reasons. I think they all probably have 19 different reasons why 
they're opposing uh, Kevin McCarthy. But uh, it's Kevin's it's Kevin McCarthy's job to go get to 218. Um, he's he, right now he's the only Republican who who's running for the job that wants the job. So keep that in mind. Um, he's not he's by no means uh, uh, perfect. And I've had my differences with him here or there, but he is the guy who's best suited to take take the job so he can hit the ground running at this point. Uh, but if he can't if he can't get to 218 votes, he's not going to be Speaker of the House. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks, Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana Third uh, District. Uh, I have uh, made the the statement, and I'm making the statement again, that if you get to today and you get to that first ballot, and McCarthy doesn't have the 218, he's never getting the 218. The there would have to be a question of what other giveaway he could give, and it seems as the outsider looking in, he's given away all the things that he can give. And as you discussed, nineteen people with possibly nineteen different reasons. Some of those reasons are I'm just not voting for Kevin McCarthy ever, ever, ever. And if it takes six months to find a speaker, so be it. So that brings us to a conversation of what we think this does to the Republican Party. Of course, the political left says that it's chaos and says that it's embarrassing. And of course, the news outlets, uh, you can imagine, uh, will will parrot the same thing. What do you think this is doing to the Republican Party, if anything? Well, I mean, Tony, I I, I don't mind this taking a couple of days, a few days. We'll we'll make up for it. But once it starts taking weeks to resolve, that's weeks of time when we could have been addressing real issues. What What I hope doesn't happen uh, ultimately, what will be the death knell of the Republican Party is if we got the majority, but then we elect Hakeem Jeffries, a Democrat, uh, or a Liz Cheney-type figure to be Speaker of the House. That that would be a huge betrayal of the voters who gave us the majority, and we are at risk of that happening. I I I want to be frank about that. I mean, there is there are threats from some of the more moderate members who work with Democrats to choose. A, uh, a speaker, whether if that's Hakeem Jeffries or someone in the middle uh, who, who won't be a, a Republican or, or a partisan Republican that's going to fight back against the Biden administration. There's also another threat uh, out there to move this to a plurality vote. So that that's how Hakeem Jeffries becomes Speaker of the House, is if we go down that path and, and some of the even some who are in McCarthy's camp are threatening to do that. That would be a huge mistake because that would open the door to a Democrat speaker. So I'm going to be fighting against that option with everything I've got today. Let this play out. If it takes a couple of days, a few days, fine. We'll make up for it. But um, eventually, uh, uh, either uh, one side or the other, both sides need to come to an agreement to get us to 218 votes to give us a speaker. You mentioned uh, that Jim Jordan, who got uh, nominated by Congressman Chip Roy in a very, very well thought out, well uh, delivered uh, address on the floor yesterday, doesn't want the job. You mentioned how Kevin McCarthy is the only guy who wants the job. As you see it, what is the job of speaker what is it that the speaker needs to be doing and and why is it that someone like jim jordan doesn't want the gig well first of all i i happen to believe uh, jim jordan would be a tremendous speaker if he wanted the job then then this would be a different story but he wants to be chairman of the judiciary committee the speaker of the house though tony that's the agenda they they are the ones the speaker of the house is the the, the quarterback who's driving the plays who's helping us 
advance our agenda. And and uh, that that's why someone has to get to 218 votes, because that's the majority of the conference. Um, of course, that speaker is not going to be as to get 218 people to uh, 217 others to like you. You're probably not going to be as conservative as what I am. But you got to work among all facets of the conference with different caucuses in the conference, conservatives, uh, those who are who are less conservative to bring us together and advance our agenda. That takes a unique skill set to do that. I think Jim Jordan would be really good at that, but he wants to play another role. It's going to be really, really just as important, if not important, uh, not more important in being the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. So now let's get into what happens if Kevin McCarthy can never get to 218. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, chair of the Republican Study Committee on the Armed Services Committee. At what moment does Representative McCarthy say, you know what, these people won't vote for me. I'm not going to be speaker. I have to bow out. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, that's up to... That's up to him. I can't. I can't speak for him uh, when when he might arrive at that place. I think he's far from getting to that place because he's still holding out hope that he can get the holdouts to uh, or most of them to vote for him to make him the speaker to get to 218 votes. So I hate to play the what if games because that could lead to open speculation about a lot of other things. But uh, we're going to go back on the floor at noon and in uh, less than 20 minutes and go through the fourth round of votes after everyone went home to sleep for the night and think about it, pray about it, have conversations with with uh, supporters, voters, uh, leaders in their districts and around the country about it. And uh, we'll see if that changed anybody's minds. I think this next vote, this fourth vote, the vote that's going to occur here at noon will be very revealing. Do some of the 19 change their position and vote for Kevin or does the, the 19 or 20 number grow? I, I don't know what the answer to that will be, but I think this fourth vote will be very revealing. Well, we're going to get into the results of that fourth vote coming up in, in a little bit. But when Kevin McCarthy doesn't get it, there's going to be a conversation, sir, about a consensus candidate, somebody who everybody can reluctantly or joyfully get behind. It's not Jim Jordan. Here's the question for you, sir. Is it you? You already got well, some. It, it was Brashear who who put you up. I, I, I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Josh. Oh, I can't remember his last Brake, name. Josh Brakeen, a, a new member from Oklahoma. Good, good intentions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm humbled that he would respect me enough to to vote for me, Tony. But that's only one vote. You got to get 218 votes. That's very hard to do. I'm not uh, saying it is, sir. I'm not saying it isn't difficult. I'm asking a serious question. There has to be a consensus candidate. Jordan doesn't want it. McCarthy can't get it. Is it you? Yeah, I, I don't want to play that what if game. I, I don't. I don't see that as being me. Um, somebody uh, has to get 218 votes. Could this be the first time in American history if that happens? I don't. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. This. Not, I want to. I want to focus on the fourth vote. You know, the, the, it's never happened before in American history that someone outside of the body has been chosen. For Speaker of the House, I, I, getting to 218 votes, Tony, is very difficult to do. It takes a certain skill set and ability to work with different personalities, different people, different Republicans across the ideological spectrum. Uh, Kevin's, Kevin McCarthy is the one who's closest to getting there. So let's see what happens on this fourth uh, vote here in a few minutes. I'll ask the question differently. If elected, would you serve? Uh, Tony, I, I don't see that as even a 
realistic option or something that um, that that might that might even happen. I I, I don't want to talk about that. I, I I really don't see that happening. And and uh, this I'm going to focus on this next fourth vote. I'm getting a lot of feedback from friends at home. I hope you'll keep all of you who are listening. Keep reaching out. Give me your feedback and input. I want to focus on the big issues like our border, uh, the drug epidemic in our country, um, uh, uh, national security issues going on around the world to have a strong and mighty military holding China accountable. Those are the issues that when we get past this bump in the road, we can focus on. And that, that's what I'm focused on doing. And I have no doubt that he is. So that was me speaking with Congressman Jim Banks before the fourth vote. The fourth vote came and went. Kevin McCarthy is not Speaker of the House. The fifth vote has come and gone, and Kevin McCarthy is not Speaker of the House. Same, same thing. 201 votes for McCarthy, 212 for Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat. He's the Democrat minority, the House minority leader. 20 votes for Byron Donalds. I always say it's plural. I don't think it's plural. And and then uh, one present vote, which is Victoria Sparts. Victoria Sparts has now it is Donald. It is plural. Uh, is once again voting present for some odd, strange, peculiar reason. We don't have a speaker yet, and I'm done with my bourbon. That's just that's that is just sad. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. It is not all Speaker of the House talk. Not in the slightest. There is the most fascinating cultural connection that I never knew existed. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything, TonyCats.Locals.com, including uh, the videos, the daily video series presented by Americans for Prosperity, AmericansForProsperity.org. Check it out there. It was last, was it last week or the beginning of this week? I think it was last week when we learned that Anita Pointer, the Pointer Sisters, passed away at the age of, I believe, 73. The Pointer Sisters, I mean, disco. You're talking about uh, the, the, the 70s. That was it. But for many people, the 70s were a time for another kind of music. Now, I don't remember if that was Electric Company or Sesame Street. But this was the Pointer Sisters. This song, where they did different numbers each time, was the Pointer Sisters. I had no idea at all. That, to me, is the mind scramble of the day. That is something else. To have learned that one. See, not everything is political insanity. There's some, there's still some interesting, worthwhile stuff out there. Really and truly. Also, nobody won the Mega Millions, including me. I'm very upset. It now moves to like $940 million. So after taxes and you take the cash and not the annuity, you end up with like seven bucks. Uh, so, you know, there's always that. 
So you still have this to look forward to as well. And then, of course, you've got the border where Alejandro Mayorkas, the failed uh, Homeland Security Secretary, is still letting you know that they're on the top of it. Does the extraordinary wave of, of migration that we are seeing across the southern border, record numbers of, of apprehensions uh, that CBP is reporting every month, does it have an impact on the agency's ability to detect and, and stop uh, illegal drugs from entering the country? Uh, no, no, it doesn't, Nick. You think the failures at the border haven't affected the ability to stop things like fentanyl from coming across? I know people want to share, share with me the, the, the Cato study, Cato Institute. Uh, the vast majority of uh, fentanyl coming across the country is coming from Americans. If, if, if so, arrest them and throw them in jail. Very, very simple thing to do. But since the cartels are involved, it is clear and obvious that it's more than just Americans bringing over a couple extra pieces, a couple extra little doodads and whatchamahoosits, a little extra happy, happy fun time. After all, if that was the case, how is it getting into circulation, looking like Skittles into the hands of children and killing them? The study from Cato does not answer serious, serious questions. And then there is the agenda in the state of Indiana where uh, the governor is putting out his, his agenda, what he wants to work on, and uh, the Democrats are somewhat happy. From eliminating textbook fees, this from Phil Giaquinta, he's a Democratic leader in Fort Wayne. From eliminating textbook fees to making historic investments in public health, Democrats and Governor Holcomb are on the same page. I'm afraid the real question is whether Statehouse Republicans are as forward-thinking as Statehouse Democrats and the governor. I've never met Phil Giaquinta, but it's comments like this. So low class. So low class. Find everything, TonyCats.locals.com. Tomorrow, everyone, maybe we'll have a speaker. Take care.